Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why, Chris Hordell, joined as always by the one, the only, Greg Crone. Gregory, how's it going? Another week, another episode, another crazy time in sports. Yeah. It's, I, I don't even know what to think. Everything, Everything's crazy right now, but it's a good crazy. Everything is crazy right now. We're, uh, we're going to be doing the same thing we did last week. We're going to do the first half of this show regularly. To you, it will likely sound the same, but the second half will be live on stereo. Uh, feel free to go over to, well, in the future, go over to uh, stereo.com backslash Chris Horbedale, S-T-E-R-E-O.com backslash C-H-R-I-S-H-O-R-W-E-D-E-L. Sign up on the uh, the stereo app and, uh, and join us, send some audio messages, ask questions, and uh, just be a, be a part of the festivities in the future. Gregory... <laughs> It's been an interesting first week on, on the stereo, on the stereo app? app. Yes, I, I think things went pretty good for you and I. Um, then I hopped on on Thursday night, thinking oh, I can just I can just go on talk by myself for a while, see if anybody shows up. And uh, boy, did that, they! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns out that you can't talk by yourself, and that you're automatically paired up with a co-host. And I learned um, I learned about a lot of things. Chris, I have never been so I was in bed. I was in bed almost asleep. Preparing uh-huh. my my eyes were shutting and I saw my phone light up and I I'm saw I'm so it was sorry you. for where this is going, by the way. I saw it was you and you said I, I don't even know what I just like what just happened. Mm-hmm. And I went and I listened to all 34 minutes of your chat <laughs> with your random co-host. And I loved every second of it, Chris, uh-huh. from from uh, th- like the 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 movie reviews to mm-hmm. our trip down uh, conspiracy corner, like there oh, was nothing. There was nothing I enjoyed more than that thirty four. I didn't want it to end. I shared it with everyone. Everyone had to check out the stereo app for that because it was it was something. And, and it was something. Give, ter- turns out giving everyone a microphone can lead to just pure gold. Uh, that's that's what I learned. Mm-hmm. My perspective was different as I I had the unenviable task of having to produce 34 minutes of this. Uh, but yeah, from any anywhere from movie reviews about movies that were w- apparently once talked about but never actually agreed upon or made uh, to <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of religious stuff, lots of uh, political conspiracies. This uh, if if my my blind friend from Wisconsin is listening now. Uh, you know, you contributed. That I yes. will say. I mean, he he brought it. He brought it for all thirty-four minutes, and that. <laughs> I, I I mean, I'm striving to be as good as that tonight uh, on this show. So, I, I think I'm in. I'm in for. A, I have a tall task ahead of me once we get over to the stereo side of things. Oh, there's no question about that, and it, it will be fun. We're gonna do the. Uh, we're gonna do the 2021 quarterback carousel over on the stereo app a little bit later on. That's. Literally always a, a sensational time. Oh, but 
I'm it's it's going to be nice to have you with me. Uh, I I decided I wasn't going to take that chance yesterday, and uh, I brought Seth on for for forty uh, about forty ish minutes, thirty five minutes to talk talk Marvel, talk uh, Wandavision, that kind of stuff. We Seth and I had a good chat, but uh, it'll be good to have you back today, buddy. I can't wait. I, I can't wait. So I might just start doing it on my own, just randomly throughout the day. Like if I'm if downtime during mm-hmm. during you know lunch break or something like that. Let's see if I can get see well, what kind of people I can meet from all around the world. Well, look, if you want to do thirty minutes to uh, fulfill some obligations, then so be it. Just let me know. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure we can make that work. But I I will not be making the same mistake I made last week, even if it comes to it. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, have you or Alexa or someone like that just be the named guest on the other side. There, and there's, and then I'll talk by myself. There's definitely a uh, a a third or a, a, a volunteer. It's your favorite member of Better's Delight, Mark Coletta. Uh, he said he would do the stereo app with you anytime you asked. But this, he knows how much I don't like him. That's where it's going to be awkward. Uh, well, maybe you guys can hash out your differences. That'll, um, that'll have to be it. I don't think so. I don't think that sounds good. <laughs> it's going to be a no from me. I will uh, let him know that. Oh, he'll if... hear this. You okay, can good. just let him know. <laughs> All right, Mark. Listen to this. Listen to this, Kalita. You know, you know we got beef, and you know why we have beef. So it is... Like, you're not the first option. You're not the second option. You're not the third option. There are conservatively seven crones I go to before I turn to Mark Kalita. <laughs> conservatively. And that doesn't even include crones that were married into the family. Just wow. Simply the crone family. Wow. Weirdly, weirdly Mikey not in that seven. So I, Why would he be? <laughs> why would well, he be? I still, like, I, every time I listen, by the way, Greg also hosts Better's Delight, which has been doing great, uh, super fun show. Everyone should take a listen to it. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on the website, all that good stuff. Every time I listen to Better's Delight, I'm just like, no, Mikey's doing a really good job considering he's 12. That is, yeah, that's a problem. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, time freezes. The last time I saw that kid... Well, I, he was, you know, he's probably like 16. Probably, yeah. And now he's much, much older, so. Not wiser. No, definitely not wiser. Time <laughs> flies. Still has bad sports takes. It's a whole thing. I'm just taking shots at everybody for no reason. Nah. Um, don't even get me started on Zed, that guy. And yeah, <laughs> we, weirdly, a better option than Kalita. So, I don't know. You don't understand it's a weird how, place we how find ourselves. he's going to be to hear that. Always. <laughs> well, I do the show for six people. If I, I always say if I can entertain six people, I've done a good job. That's what and, it's all about. Uh, on a fairly weekly basis, I feel like we're entertaining six people. So that's fun. Uh, apologies to everyone who I insulted over the last five minutes, except for Kalita. And uh, let's let's move on. Let's. Yeah. Um, we got the quarterback carousel later. I am really excited about that. Let's talk about this weekend. We we have All-Star Weekend this weekend. Is, is there any reason this is happening other than money? That is it. It's just mm-hmm. money. It's money. It's television money. It's TV ratings. It's ad dollars. That's it. There's no reason for this game to happen. It's about as smart as removing a mask mandate for an entire state. Like Shots it, fired. It's just... 
the impatience of people is bizarre. It, listen, man, it stinks. I don't like it. But it, you just like you relax. Everybody, everybody needs to relax. And yeah. with the all with the All Star Game, like, will I watch? Sure. Will I watch All Star Saturday Night? Sure. Well, will it no, be no, no longer All Star Saturday Night. What is it then? Well, the, the dunk contest is at halftime. It's all one night. The, oh. dunk con- the dunk contest is at halftime of the All Star Game. I'm mm. not a, and it includes three people from what I've seen. Yeah, just We're cancel jump, it. Jumping right to the finals there. So congratulations to Obi Toppin, Cassius Stanley, and the third person who I'm forgetting, uh, Anthony uh, Simons. The- uh, <laughs> congratulations to them on making the finals of the dunk contest. I mean, we would we've had like four and five people in the past years. Remember when the field was like eight people? Oh and, yeah, and there were like three rounds, and it was interesting. Well, granted, though, we it hit it had its it had its valleys amongst the peaks. But I feel like we're just like, oh, we can't come up with uh, ten different dunks, so let's just have uh, like four people in there, and they're going to do three dunks each. Well, the question becomes is like when, like, what is the limit for what you can do as far as a dunk goes? Like, yeah, sure, yeah. you can wear a costume, you could throw the ball into the basket like Dwight Howard did. Um, not a dunk. It just wasn't a dunk. He just threw the ball from like mm. three feet away while wearing a Superman cape. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to criticize Dwight for dunking though. He did dunk on that same dunk contest. I think he dunked on a 12 foot basket. He's he's seven foot two. Like I mean, he's, he's six eleven, but still, that's okay. His, but it, what's his wingspan? I don't know. At least a hundred inches. Okay. So what <laughs> are we doing here? I like that you you expect me to know Dwight Howard's wingspan off the top of my head. It's pretty big though. He's got big arms. Sure. So dunking on twelve feet, it's like me celebrating being able to dunk on eight and a half. Yeah, like, and last week we established that you were dunking about fifty percent on seven feet. So eight and a half is quite the accomplishment. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> but no, to me, the whole All Star thing, like it's it, it it was it's meaningless to do it this year. You can name the All Stars, do that, but to have the actual game, yeah, in like it, where you still have teams that are missing games, things are being postponed. You, you know, you keep strengthening your mandates. You know, despite more and more teams starting to have at least a small semblance of fans in the in the buildings, like it is to me to to bring all these guys from all these different teams. It only takes one person. Yeah. Right. Sure. In in one of those locker rooms in that game. Maybe like uh maybe like somebody from Texas, like a uh, Luka Doncic, for instance. Sure, or from literally like anywhere. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a state specific thing. Well, uh, it is kind of a state specific thing right now, though. Eh, sure, sure, but like to me, to me, I just I find it to be very like. Do I like the return to normalcy feeling of watching the NBA All Star Game? Sure. Do I think it's necessary? No, not really. I have the full lineup for you. We've got uh, the skills competition in the three-point contest will be pre-game for the NBA All-Star Game and the dunk contest at halftime starting on Sunday, March 7th with the skills contest at uh, 6.30 Eastern Time, 3.30 Pacific Time on TNT. The participants, I know this thrills you, uh, Nikola Vucevic, Damana Sabonis, Julius Randle, Chris Paul, Luka Doncic, and the one, the only... Big shot, Bob. Robert Covington. So that's just the skills competition, or is that the? That is the skill. That's the skills competition. Big shot, Bob, in the skills competition, celebrating because uh, I believe that I saw he was the last remaining HBCU player in the NBA. Well, that's actually pretty crazy. Number one, but number two, 
How did how did he get picked for that? Because it was uh, it was Black History Month, and he was the last remaining historically black oh, so college. Oh, that's why. Okay, got it. Mm. I didn't put that together. It's been a long day. Yeah, that's one hundred percent why he's in it. The uh, the three point contest follows. Participants are Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Steph Curry, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. Ignoring that, I don't know that we need two Celtics. It's a pretty good group. Yeah, that'll be a fun competition. I'm I'm surprised they couldn't sneak Covington into that. I guess he doesn't shoot high enough percentage from three. Weird. Uh, um, who, else, who else would you like to see in that? Like, uh, I mean, the older guys I'm not so interested in anymore. Like, we don't need to see Corver. Nah, yeah. Dougie McBuckets might be interesting, but he's not a draw. I, I wouldn't hate seeing a Seth Curry, although I kind of feel like this is this was your opportunity to get Tobias Harris involved in one of these contests. Yeah, I agree. I think the skills competition is probably a better move than the three point competition. But um, I mean, to me, to me, showing off some younger shooting talent would have been probably a better option. But a lot of those guys are younger guys to begin with outside of what Curry and and Curry. Yeah, that's really it. Everybody else is relatively young. So even Tatum and Brown, even though it feels like they've been in the league for several years, what, they're four fifth-year guys? So yeah, I believe that's... Levine is the second oldest player in there, and he's 24, 25. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league for eight years, but, you know, that's, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah, he's 25 years old. Will actually turn 26 in uh, just about a week. So huh. ha- happy pre-birthday, Zach Levine. Wish you would have gotten traded to the 76ers. No, will you relax with the Zach Levine stuff? I like uh, him as a, I like him as another option on offense. I don't think I don't think they create well enough in the half court. Uh, fine, that's more than fine. But like, I, I don't understand mortgaging a ton of other stuff for one player. What are you like, mortgaging? Well, first of all. I think the justification for mortgaging goes is very clear every time you watch 21 take the court and do what he's been doing this season. We've entered this guy's prime because of, you know, the health concerns and the injury concerns. We don't know how long it's going to be. This might be a push all your chips into the middle of the table kind of moment. Then, then that's fine, but it, you better hope that it works out because right now you have the best record in the Eastern Conference and messing with the chemistry of this team, the way they play. And I understand the the, the worry about the half-court offense because you don't have a traditional point guard. You don't have – you know what I mean? Like I get mm-hmm. that part. But to me, I've, I'm always if, if it's don't if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of guy. So I don't know. Unless – Unless Levine makes you drastically better and – We've seen guys before come in, and I know Levine is obviously better than a guy like Josh Richardson. Um, yeah. He's not oh, yeah. as he's not as good as a guy like Jimmy Butler, but you're, you're then also forcing the ball even more out of Tobias's hands. And we saw what happened when Tobias was a fourth option when Butler was here. Because let's be fair, Levine's probably better than Tob- Tobias Harris in this he situation. Is. Yeah, he's also certainly a better fit than Jimmy Butler was, though, just because he, of his ability to actually shoot from volume outside. Whereas Butler was redundant with Simmons in that they're both. Basically, big point guards who want to drive to the basket. Sure, but I'm not necessarily even worried about his 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 fit. It's how other guys would end up fitting around him. Well, the less Tobias dribbles, the better. I think that's what we've learned. He's he needs to stop thinking and just shoot. That's what happened early on. I feel like I'm uh, who was it that the soccer player Zoltan Zlatan, whatever his name is. <laughs> I feel like oh, still, I don't want your opinion. You're only a sports player. Um, 
really <laughs> coming from an, another another sports player. That's mm. my favorite. By the way, I love that we're calling them sports players. Is that not Here. what they are? Do they I mean, do, they I do feel something like, else? I feel like athletes probably a more appropriate term. But yeah, no, sports player sounds like something that my grandmother would have said before she died. Yeah, um, probably. But I don't know. It's just they need another piece. Where do you? Well, let, okay. Pin in this. Let's go. Give me your predictions here. Skills challenge: Covington, Doncic, Paul, Randall, Sabonis, Vucevic. Who's gonna win this thing? Really hmm. seems like there's one significant favorite. Uh, let's go with Sabonis. I like Sabonis in this. Well, we have seen, I mean, Cat won one. I think Jokic won one. By the way, have you seen the the Timberwolves are, uh, their last 34 games with Carl Anthony Towns in the lineup, they are, they are four and 30. It's not great. Not great. No. (laughs) Um... Talk about a guy who needs a change of scenery or a third person on that team that can give them anything. Well, thank God they traded their first round pick for D'Angelo Russell or whoever it was. I forget. But it was D'Angelo Russell. Russell, But yeah. Uh, Well, the the, the whole plan there, because they are uh, Kat, D'Angelo Russell and Devin Booker are all incredibly good friends and they all wanted to play together. But then the Suns thing happened in the bubble. Yeah, that that really kind of uh, kind of threw that through a loop. That's not good. Not good at all. Although Booker's apparently not good enough to be named an All Star, has to be named an All Star replacement. So, I think this. I think the Suns would argue his value is higher than that. Three point contest. So yeah. okay, you're going Sabonis. Um, I think Sabonis. I think obviously Paul is the giant favorite here, but so my only issue with Paul is is because you have to end with a three pointer. I don't trust his shooting in that situation. Sure, he can pass, he can dribble, he can make mm-hmm. all those plays. It's it's the three-pointer that you have to end with that worries me when we talk about Chris Paul. And I'm really, like, as a gentleman who has has definitely financially uh, looked at some of these, these competitions in the past, mm-hmm. that matters. It matters way more than you think, which is crazy. Well, and it also matters who's going to take it seriously and who's going to coast. Because we see the guys just kind of go out there and try and be a little too cool and not hustle. And those guys lose in the first round. The skills challenge may be my favorite part of uh, All-Star Saturday Night, honestly, since they started going head-to-head. Let's be fair. The thing that they ruined and they needed to bring back years and years ago is the NBA Shooting Stars Challenge. Hell yes. Dude, you get the the active All-Star or active player... The WNBA player from the same city and the legend from the team. Yeah. Like, I mean, how how did how do you not keep doing that? Hell yeah! I'm seems like a no brainer, right? Like, it, it you you have to hit all the different shots. It ends with the half the half court shot was always awesome and entertaining when it was up against the time limit yeah. or up against whatever the the time to beat was. Like, I, I mean, to take that away is is crazy. Agreed. No reason it shouldn't be there. I thought I thought horse was super fun when they did it for a couple of years. Uh, it's not as much fun when we did it at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, no, that was that, terrible. That was yes, terrible is accurate. That was uh, just that was literally just like, hey, here's how sick this indoor court is at my home, and here's how bad my Wi-Fi connection is. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. There were some bad connections for sure. Uh, three point contest: Devin Booker, Brown, Steph. 
Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and uh, Jason Tatum. Who you got? It's almost impossible not to go with Steph here, but mm-hmm. I, I think Booker's the way to go. I think he's a previous winner, maybe even last year. Um, if it's not last year, it might be two years ago. I love Booker in this situation. I think I, I think that he's he's got to be up towards the odds on favorite to win. I, I think that's the pick. Well, did Steph go head to head with Clay in like 2015? They definitely did it together at least once. Uh, okay. Curry's participated in the three point contest five times, only one in 2015. Last competed in 2016 when Clay Thompson beat him by tying Curry's final round record uh, of 27 points. Huh? Where's Seth okay. Curry? Where's the better Curry? The, be- the better Curry? That's what we're calling him now? Yeah, okay. obviously. Oh, even if he is afraid to just catch the ball and shoot, he needs that. He needs that. Uh, God, why can't I think of what the phrase is when you take a dribble? You need that. Come on, help me out here. Get the ball, take a dribble. The rhythm dribble. Okay, rhythm dribble. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm sitting here saying, I'm sitting here, you said catch and shoot, and I'm like, I don't know what's different. What is? What would be different than catch and shoot? Yeah, Steph's not a catch and shoot guy. This is, I think we've been a little bit surprised by the his unwillingness to just, I thought he'd come in and take nine threes a game because that's his only job, but that's not what he does. No, uh, he, yeah. He gets, uh, he wants to take that dribble. He wants to shoot off, he wants to shoot off the bounce rather than off the catch. So I mean, not that it hasn't worked out. He's been a good fit, but uh, we'll get we'll get back to the Sixers in one second. So you're going uh, you're going Steph. I'm gonna I don't know. I'm gonna say Zach Levine. He's gonna I, just just keep going. I don't hate that pick. I'm I'm officially in on Booker though. So I'm out on Steph. Let's go Booker. Oh shoot! Change my mind. Well, he got something to prove because he exactly. wasn't officially named an All Star. So I that's not bad. Chip bad. on the shoulder Booker is is a guy is a guy I can absolutely get behind. And I felt like the uh the Donovan Mitchell thing was kind of weird, but then you see he's shooting like some crazy he's shooting like 42% from 3 this year on a bunch of attempts. And that just kind of came out of well, it's down to 38%. Yeah, I mean we uh, know we all know who Donovan Mitchell is from three-point range. I I think that that 42% was an uh, a smoke screen as to what he really is as an outside shooter. I mean, 38% on 8.6 a game is still outstanding. I, I don't disagree, but I just, to me, I will never, ever give Donovan Mitchell the credit he probably deserves yeah. simply based on the Ben Simmons Rookie of the Year stuff. Oh, but, but why do you care about it so much when those two, like, make a joke out of it? I'm a fan, Chris. I'm not them. That's what we do. And, you know, fan is, of course, short for fanatic. Exactly. Absolute fanatic. The uh, <laughs> highlight of the weekend, the dunk contest. Ugh. Anthony Simons from the Blazers, Cassius Stanley from the Indianapolis Pacers, and I know it's Indiana, and Obi Toppin from the New York Football Knicks. Three players, uh, two rookies. Who do we like here? I mean, Obi Toppin's got to be the guy, right? Like he, it, his, his Cassius ups. Stanley has a bounce. I, I agree. I agree. I just think the the Obi Toppin stuff, the dunks at Dayton, I, I'd like to see, and you know my affinity for the Dayton Flyers, mm. I, I'd love to see Toppin really uh, show off in, in something like this. I, that's why I had to back Obi Toppin. And if not, if he loses, 
technically he made the finals. The Knicks can raise a banner <laughs> for him. Obi Toppin slam dunk fi- slam dunk contest finalist and put it only, in Madison Square Garden next to the Billy Joel sold out shows. I think that might be the only finals the uh, Knicks are going to be experiencing for the foreseeable future. Ah, come on, Julius Randle's an all star. They're fine. Okay. Did you see uh, one of the people in the Knicks front office came out and predicted that a star will per- will uh, demand a trade to the New York Knicks within the tw- next 12 months? Did they say what star or just No, of course star? not. That would be too specific. And they've been they've gotten in trouble with specific in the past. Uh, you know, with uh, with Kevin Durant was going to sign there and LeBron James was going to sign there and all that uh, what's his name Kyrie was going to sign there. So they're at least learning that lesson. Oh, so the, they're they're playing the uh, we're not at, we we're tampering, but we're just not going to say it out loud that we're tampering. No, nah, I think they're just delusional. I don't even think well, they're tampering. definitely delusional. That's 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 for sure. But like I, the the weird veil that we pretend that like tampering doesn't exist yeah. in the NBA is very funny to me. So. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, so we've got our predictions. And by the way, how silly is it that Durant is still the captain? When he's not even playing. Yeah, name an alternate captain. The fan vote does not matter this much. I don't get it. I mean, just go back to Giannis. Giannis did it last year. He's second in in the voting in the East. It's a simple solution. I'm cool with Joe doing it. That would be fun. I'm pretty confident people just like, common sense is just out the window for everybody. Something happened and everybody just like, the next logical solution is this guy's not playing in the game. The fans voted him to be the captain. Well, he's not playing. So it's like it's like if we went out to play a pickup game in the school lunch yard and your buddy had like a broken arm and couldn't play. And it's like, well, he's always captain, though. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, go ahead and pick your team. Like that's that doesn't make any sense, guys. Just, <laughs> and then we'll then we'll have the principal name a replacement for you after the yeah, fact. It's just bizarre. It's Billy, just, Billy, you get Kevin's spot. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. I don't get that. I think that that's something. I think that that like. Where there's no fire there, Durant's not gonna care. Like Durant's not gonna be at. Like, there's no way injured Kevin Durant is going to be at the All Star game, right? Oh, I think he goes because I, I I think he goes because he missed all of last season, and I think he just wants to be back out there with everybody and b- get credit for being there. Uh, all right, I'll give you that. Uh, I I wonder if what if they just green screened the stands. Mm-hmm. And for any of the big dunks during the dunk contest, they just kept cutting to the year where Shaq had the giant camera. And I think it was the Vince <laughs> Carter year. And he just kept showing those reactions to any of the big dunks. Like, well, that's what some, some, some TV shows were doing that. As a matter of fact, well, uh, a, a show that your brother and I both liked quite a bit, uh, the masked singer, when they were, uh, they were cutting to previous reactions from the crowd, uh, in, in prior seasons. And this, uh, Instead, because they couldn't have an audience last year. I don't hate that. See, th- listen, this is where I don't understand how people can't like think outside of the box. Like we have a problem. I, I don't even remember where the game is. Is it in Atlanta? Is that the game? Uh, sounds year? right. Sounds right. Okay. So I don't know Georgia's rules. I'm sure they're relatively strict as far as whatever for big mass attendances, which is fine. But now, like, okay. Let's go. Let's do something about this. It's like the WWE. They invented the Thunderdome. All of their they the whole arena is just television screens with fans FaceTiming or or, or skyping or whatever in 
mm-hmm. so they can watch it live through their computer and you see their reactions, you hear them, that sort of thing. Maybe not the best security on some of that stuff. Some <laughs> some uh, some propaganda that I don't think you want on television. But uh, well, that is the fear, right? Right. You you have of to course. pay attention to every single every single screen. But if you control this and you uh-huh. have a green screen and you have good editing and you can cut away to and like Shaq's reaction to Vince Carter's between the legs, like like there's a way to make this fun and there's a way to make this entertaining and feel like it's normal. Like I, that ha- there has to be some way to do this, and I don't necessarily think we're thinking enough about that. But that's okay. just me. I wanna I wanna add on to what you're saying. Like I like the Shaq idea from like you know 15 years ago. I want to cut to like reactions from fans as far back as we can go that has relatively good video from like, I want to see like, I want to see the, the remember the, the big Tom Chambers dunk for the Phoenix Suns where he just kind of like floats. I want to see the fans react, the reaction to that dunk from the dunk contest. I want to see stuff from like the, the Warriors uh, supersonic series in 1994. <laughs> I just want to see random crowds and random eras going nuts. Chris, why are we not paid consultants for creative stuff for the NBA right now? This is We're just awkward. giving them free ideas. This is awkward. Are you not? I guess not. Check out Lost in the Mail. All right. I don't know. Well, this is I know t- they had some bad stuff to say about you, but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, we only have a couple minutes before we transition over to stereo. And uh, as we learned last week, they call us. So yes, we got to be ready for that. Uh, which is a cool feature, but I would like to be able to decide when I start recording on my own. Um, neither here nor there. We were talking about the 76ers a little bit. There's been some chatter that the 76ers could be interested in a trade for Philadelphia native Kyle Lowry. How do you like that fit? I don't. I don't really? know what. I don't know what he gives you outside of like. Is he going to start? No. Like, of he, course he's going to start. Yeah, but where? Of course where, he's going to start. Where do you put him? He's going to be a starting shooting guard. He doesn't shoot well enough to play in this offense. I think you would be surprised. Would you be surprised to learn, Gregory, that Kyle Lowry is shooting over the last... Since 2015-2016, he has taken at least seven threes a game, and he has shot 38%, 41%, 39%, bad bad year of 35%, and 40% this year. Kyle Lowry has quietly turned into a pretty darn good three-point shooter i mean i guess i don't know maybe it's just the years of hatred built up for, for him being a raptor and oh for sure all the weird flopping and stuff i don't know he's probably believe me if he was on our team i'd probably be fine with it and i'd i'd go to war with him or for yeah. him so, i think you i think he's the guy you love if he's on your team yeah yeah he de- oh he's definitely that guy he's definitely that kind of, that guy with that kind of attitude so i i fully get that but to me, I don't know, man. I, I, it really depends on what you'd have to give up. Like, are you giving up picks? Or are you giving up? All right, I'll throw a trade out here for you. It has to start with Danny Green for contract reasons. Good. Mike Scott Mike Scott also probably has to be involved and probably cut immediately, although Mike Scott's played okay the last couple of games. Um, I would guess you're giving up a draft pick, probably a conditional pick, and one of probably Max, and I'm guessing probably Maxi. It's a tough guy to punt on. Yeah, but like, it's but you know Kyle Lowry makes this team a lot better right now. 
I, I agree. I agree. You want to win a championship, so I don't hate it. And it's not like I don't necessarily think Maxie's a guy that could eventually come back and bite you that hard. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. I think he I played a little above his head early on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't. He's obviously not a one in this league as far as a primary option guy. He's a great no. piece. He's a great piece to potentially have, but like, uh, so I wouldn't be. I'd be less upset if that were the guy that went, um, because I would be. I wouldn't be as afraid that it was going to come back to haunt you. So, I mean, I guess. I guess. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm fine. Danny Green and Mike Scott are, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. And I guess that means Lowry starts, Tobias at the four, Embiid at the five, and Seth stays at the three. Well, Seth, uh, oh. so I guess you're, you're going to have an interesting named lineup, right? Because Seth, I don't know, like, I, I think you might have to call Lowry the point guard, Seth the two, Simmons the three, but Simmons is still going to bring have the ball most of the time. Positionless basketball, Chris. That's the era that we're in. Don Nelson was way ahead 20 years ago. If He absolutely was. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for this first half of the show. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with our 2021 quarterback carousel live on stereo. Hey, guys. Chris here to let you know that this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why is brought to you in part by Stereo. We are just thrilled to be partnering with Stereo. Uh, Stereo allows us to talk directly as as you guys have the chance to hop onto the conversation anytime you see us on the app. It's basically like our show's pregame and after party, and those conversations are available only on the Stereo app. As a matter of fact, you guys can join us every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday over on the Stereo app. All you have to do is download the Stereo app and follow us at Stereo.com, S-T-E-R-E-O dot C-O-M backslash Chris Horwoodell, C-H-R-I-S-H-O-R-W-E-D-E-L for your ease. The link is also in the description. I got to tell you, I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time. So follow me and get notified every single time I go live. Again, you can find me on the app and follow me at Chris Horwoodell. You know, whether it's the biggest news of the day or just general sports talk, maybe even a little movie talk who knows will be available on stereo for you to join us stereo is a live social conversation app where you can be the co-host you can be part of the conversation or or just kind of listen in and see what everybody else is talking about we cannot wait to talk to you on stereo once again join us every monday tuesday and thursday over on the stereo app just download the stereo app follow us at stereo.com backslash chris horwoodell there's a link in the description as i said already we love this thing we are there all the time follow us make sure you don't miss an opportunity when we go live we're so excited about this and we cannot wait to talk to you live on stereo hey guys it's chris and this week's episode of you're wrong and here's why is brought to you in part by unidragon if you're not familiar with them already unidragon has the absolute best wooden jigsaw puzzles available today these things are incredible I think this is a case where, honestly, I just want to let the quality speak for itself. I'd encourage you to head over to their website at unidragon.com. That's U-N-I-D-R-A-G-O-N.com and lay your eyes on their huge selection of wooden jigsaw puzzles. If you're anything like me, the first thing that jumps out at you is this is master level craftsmanship. Oh, we'll get to the main event in just a second, but let's not overlook the wooden world maps that are, they're frame worthy and not like a frame you get from Target. I'm 
talking custom frame job worthy. If you don't think the wooden world map is in my cart right now, you are absolutely fooling yourselves, my friends. But make no mistake, the star of this show is the wooden jigsaw puzzles. There's a wide selection and each one comes in three different sizes. It's basically just, it depends on what kind of challenge you're up for. Uh, me, I'm partial to the panda and the fox, but every single one is a work of art. And you guys know me, I don't say this lightly. The other thing I wanted to mention, uh, shipping to the US and Canada is quick, like really quick. I expected it to take weeks and was shocked to see that the quickest ship times, depending on which option you select, could only be a couple of days. You're gonna wanna check all of this out for yourself because Unidragon stuff is perfect for gift giving or you know just for yourself to have at home. In a partnership exclusively with us, Unidragon is offering 10% off your order by using the promo code DRAGONNOTWRONG. That's D-R-A-G-O-N-N-O-T-W-R-O-N-G. And that deal is good until June 1st, 2021. So you've got time. You've got time to make multiple orders because you know, I think you're going to want to. Seriously, head over to unidragon.com. I promise you, you're going to be blown away. And uh, quarterback carousel time. Quarterback carousel time. Super excited about this. One of my favorite things to talk about every single year. I uh, did I did one with uh, Anshu earlier. I'm not going to release those uh, those results until after we have yours, <laughs> as to not uh, not to impact anything. But we will go through it. Uh, slightly different from last year because we found that. It's not going to be as clean as it was last year because it's not just one guy leaving for one team. It's kind of like, okay, this guy might get traded, then this other guy could be cut, and then this other guy could be a backup. So we're going to go team through team in the NFL. You're going to tell me, will they have a quarterback change? And the change this year is we're going to allow for uh, they could bring in a backup quarterback. They could draft a quarterback and also sign a backup quarterback. So uh, it's doesn't, okay. Doesn't, I'm very interested. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. And let's not let's not forget Adam Schefter famously predicted 18 teams would have uh, different quarterbacks this upcoming season. Wow. I uh, <laughs> I do not know. Sounds like a lot. We're go- it it is a lot. It's over half the teams in the NFL would be changing their starting quarterbacks under those circumstances. But we will uh, we'll find out what you think. We're. Uh, uh, real quick, before we get to that, what did you think of the J.J. Watt signing in Arizona while I bring this other stuff up? I think it's a little underwhelming. I thought he was going to go mm. to somebody who was a little bit more uh, considered more of a contender, right? Mm. L- like, like he uh, suggested. Over and over again, with right. every single thing that he put out there on social media. Um, to me, yeah. I, I don't know if Watt puts them over. They already had an okay defense and like... Uh, Sure, he's a contributor on D. He's nowhere near. He's not defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt, anymore. So, uh, right. you get concerned about health. I, I don't know, man. I'm I, I'm not exactly over the moon with uh, with Watt going there. I don't. I, I still think they have struggles on offense. I don't think they have mm. a consistent enough run game. I, I know. I know Drake is Drake a free agent this year. He's something. Oh. Like, or he's owed a ton of money and can be cut yeah. at a relatively cheap rate. Um, so yeah, and I, he I was know. a monster letdown last year. Oh, Chase Edmonds monster was a letdown. Option. Yeah, Chase for Edmonds pretty much the entire option. season. 
Yeah, for pretty mm-hmm. much the entire season. Uh, Kenyon Drake is, in fact, a free agent. $8.4 million base salary last year. Jesus Christ. Good for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I, uh... All right. I, I, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not impressed. <laughs> All right, let's dig into this. I'll give you the team. You tell me, are they going to make a change at the, at the quarterback position? And then we'll figure out where to go from there. Starting with the Buffalo Bills, Gregory. Uh, no, <laughs> they're not going anywhere. Josh Allen's no, their I, future. I think Josh Allen is pretty much cemented. The Miami Dolphins. And once again, we don't so, we don't need predictions for who the who the quarterback can be at this point. We're just trying to find out are they making a change? I mean, so here's the question: Who's the change from? Is the change from Tua or is the change from Fitzpatrick? I would say Tua. Then no, I don't think they do it. I think they let it ride. Okay. New England Patriots. Yes. He's not not another year of Cam Newton in that Bill Belichick offense. I don't think so. I think they I think they either take someone in this draft and then just rock a year with like Brian Hoyer or try to go out there and see if they could trade for somebody. All right. Well, then we have plenty of options to move uh, moving forward. The New York football Jets. Yes, I think they try to make a push for uh, if they can't if they can't secure or if they're not comfortable with taking one of the QBs in the draft, I think mm. that they potentially try to pursue a trade for someone. Um, so I think they, I think it's somebody different. I think Darnold's out, outlived his welcome. All right. The Baltimore Ravens. Nah, there's that's Lamar. <laughs> that's Lamar all day. Going to, going to stick with Lamar for, yeah, it's probably a safe bet. I know it's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing to think. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is yeah. the guy. Let's move on from that really good uh, 2020 number one overall pick. The <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I think they. I think they've realized that Baker's the guy who's the best option to hand the ball off to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Which they honestly should have done more of. The Pittsburgh Steelers. So this is an interesting one because of the contract yeah. situation. There was the weird GM comment. And then, like, a week later, they're like, absolutely not. We love Ben, and Ben's willing to do this. So I'm going to say there's no change, but this is okay. an iffy one. All right. So you're on the fence, but probably stay. The Houston Texans. Oh, man. I think, yes. I think I think mm. Watson forces his way out. I think I agree with you. The uh, The Colts are one of three teams who have already made changes to the quarterback position along with the Lions and the Rams, a bunch of uh, former bunch of former high picks being traded for each other and well in different trades, uh, a number one, a number one, and a number two. I wouldn't count out um I wouldn't count out Rivers coming back to replace Wentz. Let's just let's keep that on the back burner. Stop it. That there is a zero percent <laughs> chance that's gonna stop it. I think we're on the same page here. The Jacksonville Jaguars is going to have a new starting quarterback next year. Yes. Justin yes. Fields. That would be a controversial selection. The <laughs> Tennessee think? Titans. Nah, Tannehill's their guy. Uh, I guess Gar- Minshew just becomes the backup so here. So I'm trying to keep track of the quarterbacks who are now available. Uh, Tannehill's their guy. The Denver Broncos. 
You on the Drew yeah, Locke train? I, I don't think Elway likes Drew Locke. And he and I know he's not their GM anymore, but I think I think the new guy who's replacing him brings in somebody else. Yeah, and Daryl Morey isn't the 76ers GM, but uh, I think he still yeah, exactly. probably has the power. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs, you think this position's safe? Uh, hmm, I don't know. He really struggled in the Super Bowl. Nah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're not going anywhere. Uh, Anshu and I were talking about this earlier. I'm honestly not sure if they even could move on from Mahomes at this point. Because the like I'd have to look at it, this, but I I would think the dead money might be more oh. than their entire salary cap for this year. It it would be astronomical, absolutely astronomical. Yeah, I mean, Wentz is the biggest dead money uh, dead money instance in the, in the history of football, and now there's the chance that I don't want to allude to anything, but there's a there's a team over there in the NFC West that uh, could be putting uh challenging that throne i guess um the las vegas raiders that's a tough one it's a tough one but i think i think they're married to Carr for at least one more year even if uh even if Derek's brother thinks that they should make a trade for russell wilson yes even if Derek's brother thinks they should make a trade for russell wilson that's rough that that makes family outings awkward Oh, for sure. It's definitely not good. Uh, but, you know, they, they got to be several. They, I mean, how much older is Derek Carr or David Carr than Derek Carr? They feel like two different generations of the NFL apart. Oh, for sure. No, like, for sure. I mean, we've, people forget yeah. David Carr was the number one pick in the draft. Oh, people don't forget that. People remember, Chris. <laughs> DC is 41 years old, and he was, uh, well, Elder DC is 41 years old. Huh. Derek, Derek is not 41 years old. Derek is 29. Well, Derek so was, I was, yeah, 12 years. 12 years apart. That's an NFL career. So, yeah, there's clearly two generations, between, or at least Derek Carr's, or David Carr's generation, one more set up, and then, like, one more 12-year span than Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, the uh moving to the NFC, the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears, huh? Uh mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think uh Mitch has played his last game for the Bears. I am going to be very interested in seeing what we end up doing with Trubisky here because Anshu's solution was an interesting one and uh, I'll be fascinated to see if you come to the same conclusion or if it even makes any sense whatsoever. But we'll see that at the end. Uh, the Detroit Lions, they just they made the deal for Jared Goff. Do they continue to look to upgrade the quarterback position? Maybe they trade one more guy. Maybe they trade Goff again. No, I think... Well, I don't I think, think it would cost this... them anything at this point. So it's it's a non-guaranteed contract, at least, at this point. So there's nothing wrong That's with true. that. That's true. But you think they stay Goff? Yeah, I think they stick Goff, at least, at least to start the season. All right, the Green Bay Packers... I mean, if you took what happened after the NFC Championship game, you would think, yes, new quarterback, but I think Aaron Rodgers is there to stay. 
Yeah, I mean, MVP winner probably has another couple of years left in, in the tank of high-level play. Not going to turn it over to Jordan Love at this point, or you know, potentially ever. That's going to be an interesting storyline, whether or not Jordan Love gets moved this offseason. Because I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. But, uh, you know, we shall see. The Minnesota Vikings. I feel like they just owe Kirk Cousins so much money. Like, but he is in the last year of the deal. Yes, he ride it out one last hurrah, and if he's bad, try to move up in the draft or, you know, go from there. Mm. I, yeah, I think I think if you talk about week one in the NFL, he's their starter. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is another interesting one. It's kind of the similar case. Uh, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Matt Ryan I could see being moved. I, I okay. don't know why I could see him being moved. I think it's more, it's one of those situations where like the longevity, he's been there. They're bringing in a new coaching era. It's one of those, like you've just, you just been around too long. We were at the, almost the highest of highs. It all fell apart. And can you recapture that mojo? Does a new coach want to, and a new GM want to start over getting rid of Matt Ryan would certainly be one way to do that. Uh, let's not forget, 2016 MVP of the National Football League, Matt Ryan. Yeah, he was very good and still is. Yeah, he's not as old as people think he is. No. I think uh, I think he's 30, I think he's 34, not as old as people think. Do we think Matt Ryan is a situation where they're going to move on from him? Or is this a chance, you know, picking four in the draft to potentially bring in his replacement, his eventual successor? I I think there's a chance that they just move on from him and he okay. ends up in some Works sort for of me. trade. Works for me. That makes uh, that makes the next phase of this much more interesting if a guy like a uh, Matt Ryan is available. Up next are the Carolina Panthers. Uh, hmm. I don't know how married to Bridgewater they are. They they were rumored in the Lion to be in the Lions calls about Stafford. Yeah. I. I think I think we see somebody different there. I really do. Okay, moving on. And Teddy Bridgewater, are we saying Bridgewater is cut or is he available via trade? I think he's available via trade. I know there's not usually as many trades as I'm pretending there are going to be in the NFL, but uh, I could definitely see it happening. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, we also have never seen the number one pick in the draft be traded for another number one pick overall quarterback. So this is just a weird, bizarro year, and uh, I don't think anything can be discounted, honestly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. How about the New Orleans Saints? This is interesting, because Drew Brees keeps saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to retire, but he never actually retires. This is uh, that whole like weird clip of him working out. Uh, yeah. It's very strange. I think he runs it back. I think Brady winning a Super Bowl reinvigorated Breeze's want to come back and run it back one more time. I think they stay. Is that at all affected by the fact that he's already reworked his contract where he basically is only guaranteed like the veteran minimum at this point? I think so. I think it allows them to spend more money elsewhere. And yeah, I, th- I think they, they'll, they'll try. I think it's just... The Brady thing definitely played with him. I, and there's just so much talent there on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, a year of a healthy Michael Thomas again. I, 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 think, mm. I think they run it one more time. 
All right. Drew Brees stays in New Orleans Saints for one more year, much to the chagrin of uh, Jameis Winston, who I, I think assumed he was going to be the successor and take over that high-powered offense. But uh, he'll have to wait. He'll have to earn it. The Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you see them making a change at the quarterback position? I think they're good. I think they're gonna yeah. I think they're gonna stand. All right. Uh the Arizona Cardinals. No, they're they're in the Kyler business. The Los Angeles Rams. Stafford, that's it. The San Francisco 49ers. I mean, you hear all the rumors about Jimmy G potentially being out. Like mm-hmm. I I, I don't know. I think I think yes. There's definitely a, a chance they move on. All right, 49ers are. Uh, we're now going to list them as open. I have never in my life been able to spell Garoppolo accurately. O L O. I believe is R R O P O L L O. I may have missed. I got really. I got really close. I went A P. But uh, close enough. I'll I'll take the win on that. The <laughs> uh, last up, the Seattle Seahawks. A lot of talk that maybe they're listening to deals for Russell Wilson. Do you uh, you buy it? I don't understand this. I don't understand mm. what the situation is. I do not think Russ is going anywhere. All right, so they keep their uh, they keep their current quarterback. Did, I'm looking up. Uh, I'm looking in. Did I accidentally we miss closed Dallas. It. Uh, you know what? That is Did really interesting. My entire NFC my, East. My brain entirely skipped the NFC East, and uh, that is, I don't know, it's been a day. How about those Dallas I, Cowboys? Ah, the best. Yes, but will the they make a change best. at the quarterback position? Um, no, I think they eventually re-sign Dak. I, I feel like this is the kind of thing where two years from now, we're going to be, we're going to be, hitting ourselves in the head saying like, how did we not see this? How did we not see that they were never actually sold on Dak Prescott with every move they make every time they fail to extend him every single time they fail to commit to him. All they're doing is saying, "Eh, we'll see, we'll see. But for some reason we believe there's no chance Dak leaves the Cowboys. It's because that's the NFL. It's the NFL. That's how the NFL works. No, I don't. I just think there might be something there, uh, and uh, I guess we'll see. Exactly. How about the New York Football Giants? Nah, they're they're married. I can't honestly. Their quarterback's so meaningless. I can't remember who it is. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, baby, Danny Dimes. Yeah. Completely irrelevant, but they're not moving. Two on or three good yet. games a season, and uh, the rest of it is kind of hot steaming garbage. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Speaking of hot steaming garbage, <laughs> what? What are they going to do with the quarterback position? I would, I would really hope and pray that they just stick with Jalen Hurts. I didn't ask. Do not make. I didn't ask you. I, that. I said, "What do you think they're going to do?" I think we're staying. I don't trust it, but that's my that's my gut feeling. Are we assuming new backup though? Yes, I I, I think the Nate Sudfeld era is unfortunately over in the city of Philadelphia, or the Carson Wentz era, as it were. Last year's backup quarterback. Although, if you go, to, you go to game 16, then yes, Nate Sudfeld was the, the backup <laughs> in that, uh, that absolute embarrassment of a game. 
It's gonna that'll be interesting because there are some there's some interesting names that have been tied to the Eagles so far. I've definitely got a favorite, but um, you know we'll see when we get there. Uh, last up, the uh, Washington football team. What do we think? Uh, I think they have their quarterback. I think they have their quarterback. You, you think, so I think they're good. You think Taylor Heineke is their starting quarterback? They have done dumber things. Yes, I do. Yeah, sure, but but you don't trust Ron Rivera even to that extent to not assume Taylor Heineke. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, Taylor Heineke, who was that that garbage quarterback a caught like four years ago? Started the season for the Broncos, had a really good game against the Panthers, and just did nothing ever after. <sighs> it's driving it's me nuts that I can't Osweiler. come up with his name. You wish it was Brock Osweiler. He was a Cleveland Brown at that point, traded to the Browns with a second-round pick. Uh, smaller quarterback, weak arm. I'm going to look this up. 2016 Denver Broncos. It's going to kill me when I don't. Uh, it might be Chad Kelly. <laughs> no, it's not Chad. It's not that um, scumbag. Oh, it is not, gee, oh, no. Oh, no. It is, it is not that scumbag. I, there, there, is, there is one live listener in the chat at the moment. And that gentleman is upset about Chad Kelly. Yeah, I can't figure out how to get yeah, the voice I, recordings going on the stereo app. We had one the other day. Uh, we had one with Seth and I. You can. There is a way they can record the uh, the voice recording, then we can play it. I know. I I, I need I need that. That's hilarious. Um, but no, man. I, <laughs> I I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who the quarterback is you're talking about. If it's not the Brockett shit, it's, tr- it's, it's not- Trevor Simeon. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Heineke is Trevor Simeon. That's what I'm saying. Or Brett Rippon. Like it's he's just like a generic backup no. number four uh, that's just out there. So I don't know, man. That's very funny. All right. So your prediction is the WFT stays Heineke. That's a it's bold, and I would say I respect it, but that's you know not an accurate. The, the XFL's finest, Chris. The XFL's finest. You call in place for the uh, the fan controlled football league. You uh, you you th- having Johnny throw it up to Josh Gordon? I just have Johnny Manziel pull the ball down and scramble every time because that was the only thing he was ever actually really good at. Well, I think he conceded basically that's all he could do during that first game. I don't I don't was there a second game? I feel like that first game was all anybody wanted to talk about, and uh, he said himself that if this were a different version of Johnny Manziel, he would have scored on that first carry. He probably would have. He probably would have. <laughs> free agent. Uh, I'm looking, pulling up the, uh, pulling up the free agent quarterback so we can add them to this list of available players here. It's just, uh, it's tough. Okay. Chris, uh, well, yeah. while, while you pull that up, I think I do see an audio recording oh, that Christ. was sent in. All right. This is <laughs> just. Uh, here's what I want to. Here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to preface say. it. People are gonna listen to this. That not is true. So much, not so much now, but when we actually air it as a podcast, people will listen to this. Um, I guess with this that is said, be a take. Well, the good thing is that this this will be ex- this take here from. I, I'm gonna yeah, it's it's one of the M's who you do the <laughs> Better's Delight show with. I'm guessing it's either Matt or Mark. My money's not on Mikey here. Um, and if it's Kalita, if it's Kalita, I swear to God, the show's over, but 
this will be a stereo exclusive. So people will have to go to the stereo app because this part of the audio won't be ported into what we're recording right now <laughs> oh, that's for the true. show. So you will have to go to the stereo app. Once again, uh, stereo.com, S T E R E O.com backslash Chris Horwood, L C H R I S H O R W E D E L. Uh, sign up and uh, you'll automatically be following me by using that URL. Sign up completely free and uh, you'll be able to go listen to this back episode plus that weird episode that I recorded with the blind guy from Wisconsin that I wish <laughs> feels like a fever dream, but actually happened. So <laughs> here we go. Let's do this. Let's play the audio right now. All right. Wow. Chad Kelly, not a scumbag. <laughs> That's uh, that's good to know. He is. I would argue, scumbag was being nice on my behalf. But uh, thank you, Chad, for that comment. <laughs> Listen, you can only fall asleep in so many random people's houses in the affluent neighborhoods of of Denver, Colorado, before you be considered a scumbag. Chad's only done it once. I think if he hits mm. two to four times, that's where we run into the problem. Got it. I didn't see. I <laughs> didn't know the two to four was the official list. Now I know that. <laughs> and uh, like as, as I said, thank you, thank you, Chad, for for listening to the show. Uh, I would ex- I would. Uh, I'm surprised you have time and that you're not watching that atrocious Kevin James show on Netflix. <laughs> Oh, man, there's no way that show's any good. No, oh, I can't awesome. imagine either. And just know right now, I'm not playing whatever audio bullshit that you record in response to that. So <laughs> let's let's get to this. Look, we're having fun. That's all that matters. Let's get to this. Um, let's start filling some, filling some quarterback vacancies. I think... Look, there's there's one obvious one, right? The, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have a very specific starting quarterback. As I know you joked earlier that it was going to be Justin Fields. I assume you it's agree that it's Trevor Lawrence. Correct. 100%. He's the number one consensus overall pick. Has been since the day he declared for the draft. All right. Uh, well, I would say well before that. Probably. I guess... I guess Logically, the way to go about this is to go by draft position uh, for the teams with available quarterbacks. Did I have Sam Darnold? We did say the Jets are going to be looking for a new quarterback, right? Yes. Because I have Darnold listed, but I don't have the Jets listed. All right. So the Jets, up number two. Do they take one of the quarterbacks? Do they take Zach Wilson? Do they take Justin Fields? Or do they delve into free agency for the likes of uh, Mitch Trubisky or Andy Dalton or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, I guess Cam Newton is also there. I think you convinced me that Wilson's going to go ahead of Fields. And I think this is where Joe Douglas and his ability to analyze talent, his ability to um, sort of be a guy who you know, really helps in the, the GM office and helped when he was a Philadelphia Eagle. I think this is where Wilson mm-hmm. goes. All right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big Zach Wilson fan. For the record, Zach Wilson is the only quarterback I would be okay taking. I would be excited about taking at six if he were there. I think he is an absolutely special prospect with you. You don't ever want to compare people to the greats. But you see arm talent comparisons to Mahomes. I'm not saying he's going to be Mahomes, 
but you see him make throws that maybe only Mahomes can make in the NFL right now. Granted, he did so at BYU, and he was consistently playing on a team that was better than his opponent, but the talent is there. Up next, uh, we have the Dolphins staying. We have... uh, Oh, the Houston Texans wouldn't have this pick. The Falcons, the Falcons are on the board. Let's, what do we think the Falcons do? Are they going quarterback or are they going to go look into free agency? I think that they, I think that they would go into free agency and potentially try to figure out a trade here with Ryan for somebody else. Well, we've got, we've got Sam Darnold. We've got Deshaun Watson. We've got Mitch Trubisky, Matt Ryan. Well, Ryan is a Falcon. Bridgewater, Garoppolo, all theoretically available via trade. Do we, do we see a fit there or do you want to, you want to come back to this and see how it plays out? I think, uh, yeah, let's come back to it. I think, I think we can work something out as we go. All right. Next up in the draft, the Carolina Panthers at number eight, by the way, I believe four quarterbacks will be taken by number eight when it's all said and done, but that's not the way this is going to break without without assuming trades. Uh, this is where I think Trey Lance goes. I think he ends up there. over Justin Fields. Oh yeah, I guess I forgot. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's go backwards. Let's go backwards <laughs> to go forwards. I think yeah. If I'm we were if back. we were more prepared, we really I really should have done a screen share so you could have this too. But that's not I where think we are. I think that we do fields to Atlanta. Matt Ryan eventually gets traded for something. Probably a washing machine like Monix in semi-pro. It's like the third week in a row I've made that (laughs) reference. Um, Could could Matt Ryan... Well, well, okay, we'll talk about Matt Ryan in a second. I think there's a very logical, maybe two logical landing spots. Is he going... Do you have him going to the Bears? Fields to the Falcons. Is that the play? No, I don't like that. I don't like that. Fields to the Falcons. Is is Lance now the default pick to the Panthers? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what happens. All right. Do we think <laughs> I uh, respect his ability to perform while having a physique similar to one John David Booty, but Mac Jones seems like he's probably a first-round pick at this point. Do we think he is the fifth quarterback taken in the first round uh, to a team? We'd be talking about San Francisco at 12. We'd be talking about New England at 15. Um, I guess Washington, you have staying the Bears at 20. I think New England at 15 would be where Mac Jones would go. All right. Mac Jones, a New England Patriots at the number 15 overall pick. So that exhausts our starting quarterbacks unless you're a really big fan of Kyle Trask, and uh, that doesn't love make Kyle sense. Kyle Trask, but only at Florida. Do you, I don't love him in the NFL. Oh, okay. I was going <laughs> to say, Kyle, Kyle Trask, probably a second-round pick, but not a guy I would be excited about handing uh, the keys to my franchise over to. We've got Cam Newton. We've got Sam Darnold. We've got Deshaun Watson. We've got Mitch Trubisky, Matt Ryan, Bridgewater, Garoppolo. Let's start, let's start with the best guy on this list, and that's... I think you would agree that it is Deshaun Watson. Where uh, where does Mr. Watson end up playing his football in 2021? I Bears, Broncos, Jets. Uh, Jets is never mind. Jets is off the board. I, yeah, I know we technically feel, feel the Jets. I think there's one team that the that that. The Texans are, are have the ability to fleece 
and really maximize this just based on past history of trades and things they've given up for players. I think Deshaun Watson could end up on the Bears. Okay. I think you don't, there's you don't there's, buy the Bears' ability to make a, a fair trade for Watson. I know. I, I find that I think that the Bears can be be convinced to overpay by a pick or two. Like when you look at the Cleo Mack trade, like the Bears are willing to go. They're willing to go into their bag of picks and future assets to to make a move like this. They think can put them over the top. I mean, yeah. hell, look at the if, Mitch if, Trubisky trade. Yeah, exactly. If you're the Bears, if you're the Bears, <laughs> you put a guy like Deshaun Watson on that team that already has a pretty solid defense. I mean, defense usually isn't uh-huh. their issue in Chicago anyway. But like they have, they have okay talent on the outside. You add Watson. That may convince Allen Robinson to cut like they're so sure. Like obviously you'd have to figure out the cap and things like that, but um there there's a way to build a really, really, really good offense. And if you can figure out the trade package, that's Deshaun Watson is I mean, Bears fans would have to be in heaven. <laughs> well, uh, there was a, an audio message left immediately before somebody exited the uh, the chat, and uh, I think maybe we'll save that for the end. <laughs> but we've got uh, next best player is Matt Ryan. We've got the 49ers, the Broncos, or the Texans. I could see, I could see Matt Ryan going to the Texans. I feel like Matt's that play for the Falcons, they end up moving to the Texans. Matt Schaub did it. Now it's Matt Ryan's turn. I think that's a move the Texans and the fans can at least get behind if they have to give up to Sean Watson. Can I tell you, I, I see a, a move to the 49ers in this scenario. but Definitely a real possibility. Definitely a real possibility. I think that the reuniting with Shanahan is a definite yeah. option. Like that, that, that could play a big role. And then you also have the monkey off your back if you're those two guys. It's no longer, hey, you're the guys that blew our Super Bowl lead here in Atlanta. It's, hey, you're the coach that blew our Super Bowl lead in San Francisco. But, hey, you're a new quarterback, <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's fair. I, I feel for Matt if he goes to Houston because that team just not set up for success right now. But we've got two... Two starting spots open, Denver and San Francisco. We've got Garoppolo, Bridgewater, Trubisky, Darnold, Newton on the board. What's going to happen here? I think that the Broncos would take a flyer on a guy like Darnold. I love that. I I think Sam Darnold is so much better than he has shown in New York. Like the build, the ability to make the throws. um, I mean, sure, does he still have some interception problems? Absolutely, but... Uh, I, I think that the fit in Denver would be would be perfect. And San Francisco, there we have Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky, Cam Newton, I guess Kyle Trask, Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett. Any of them sound appealing uh, to the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, can you repeat the list? Because I kind of lost the audio through um, my headphones. I don't know what was going on. I, last thing I heard was Jacoby no Brissett. Well, there was only Tyrod Taylor was the last guy, but the list is Cam Newton, Mitch Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater, Andy Dalton, Fitzpatrick, Brissett, Tyrod Taylor. Oh, man. I could see a world where either 
Trubisky or Bridgewater end up in San Francisco as their starter? Bridgewater intrigues me because, and actually they both do, because you don't necessarily have to, like Bridgewater kind of gets screwed by the fact that McCaffrey missed so many games this year. Like the injury bug just kept biting McCaffrey and it, it just really hindered their offense. Whereas the 49ers, when that happens, and not that Mike Davis didn't replace McCaffrey well, he did for the most part. But We agree. McCaffrey's different. He changes the offense. Of course. Whereas the 49ers, that running back by committee, while Mostert was not technically their starter, they just churned guys in and out of there. who were getting you know, Jones and honestly, there's like a Tevin Coleman. There, there's a thousand guys. And you don't mm. necessarily have to rely, be relied upon to make every single throw. Like, I think that that is, I think that's a key thing to remember here. Um, like, plus you have Kittle. Like, the outside weapons aren't great. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's fine. I think either one of those guys would work out great uh, in there. Trubisky doesn't have to throw the ball as much. He can hand it off more. And he actually has, I mean, outside of the end of the season where Montgomery started to come on, he would have a reliable running game. And I think Bridgewater, Bridgewater is... I mean, he's definitely got talent. He's There's a reason why the Panthers chose him now. Did it not work out? But was that all his fault? I don't think so. I think either one of those guys works out there. Well, I'm, I'm not asking you for either one of them. I'm asking you to make a prediction. I'm going Bridgewater. I'm going Bridgewater. I think he's the more reliable. Bridge, the more safer reliable play. Yeah. Definitely the safer play. All right. Uh, so now left on the board. Um, and I guess the one guy I forgot through all of this was Marcus Mariota, who uh, would also be available. But we have uh, a backup for the Eagles, for the Saints, and really potentially handcuff picks for any of these teams who took quarterbacks in the first round, sort of mentor-type picks. Alex Smith would also be on this list, I guess. So <laughs> do we think – are the do the Patriots bring in a backup – to to help Mac Jones, or do they just stick with Stidham and at all? I think the Stidham train is has. I think that's off. I think that's done. Okay. I could see. I this is a spot where I could see Trubisky going and either competing and being the initial starter to give off to Mac Jones, um, or or just going there to sort of rehab the image of what Trubisky is. Okay, Mitch it's a, Trubisky it's a weird spot, is, uh, but... is the backup there. Do the Jaguars bring in a mentor for Trevor Lawrence, number one? No, I think they just ride with Gardner Minshew. I think they just go that route. I love, I love Alex Smith or Andy Dalton in this role, but I can certainly see them sticking with uh, with Minshew. The Brock, uh, the Broncos, do they? Do they bring in somebody else just in case Sam Darnold uh, isn't just a byproduct of the New York Jets? This is where this is where Andy Dalton ends up. <laughs> he ends up as the backup there just in case. That feels right. How about uh, how about the New York Jets? Do they bring in somebody to help Zach Wilson along the way? This is where Alex Smith comes into play. I think that it's it's a logical thing to have a guy who is such a veteran faced adversity, you know, played in, in large markets. I know DC isn't, but San Fran and Kansas city from an NFL standpoint are, are decent sized markets. 
Um, been through the ups and downs. I think he's a perfect guy to come in, especially since Wilson's going to be somebody who wasn't. I mean, there's definitely going to be people that doubt that pick, right? Regardless, not everybody's yeah, sure. in tune. Um, and I think I think Alex Smith's a guy that can help guide somebody through that. Well, there's going to be natural skepticism because they just, I guess, swung and missed with Darnold, even if it wasn't Darnold's fault. So bringing in a guy like uh, Zach Wilson, there's certainly going to be apprehension, no doubt. Justin Fields is in Atlanta, and we'll go over the full list uh, in just a second when we wrap this up. Justin Fields in Atlanta, just, do we bring in a backup for him? And oh, just wrapping up the Jets thing, I love Fitzmagic as the backup for Zach Wilson. Just, just saying. Because <laughs> he goes back to New York. He definitely crossed my mind, but I could see him coming in to... I mean, you just got to keep adding. At this point, he's played for almost every team. I think he, uh, yeah, I think he ends up as the backup in, um, unfortunately, Philadelphia. I think that's where. Unfortunately, he, he comes I would play. be, I would be ecstatic with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the backup uh, in Philadelphia. That'd be that would be thrilling. That would be a reason to watch a season that's probably going to be a bit of a throwaway. But I, Atlanta's I, our last team here. Uh, God, no, no, no. What are you saying? Last? You what? I was just gonna say, like, I, I that's the, the Fitzpatrick thing. I just keep just bring in an unknown quarterback to be the backup. I don't, I'm tired <laughs> of everybody talking about backup quarterbacks. All right, uh, Nate Sudfeld's back. <laughs> it's, it, you yes, asked for it. That's that's true. So we need left backup on the, in Atlanta. Left on the list for the Falcons and uh, Mariota. Garoppolo, we're, that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Cam Newton. I get. I think Garoppolo. I think he'd have to be the guy. Uh, is, then, is that too much pressure on a on a young quarterback though to have? It might. Be, a guy, it might be so. Uh, yes, because you are right. Because Garoppolo's gotten paid, he's been the guy. He was, for a brief time, one of the NFL's biggest rising stars, those first five games in San Francisco. That just, it feels like that's a lot of pressure for Fields and also two very different kinds of players. So there's all, it's, it's clunky offensively. Yeah. Uh, maybe you convinced me. I don't know. What about, Mar- what about Mariota here? But you have to give up something to get Mariota. That's the problem. And I guess you would in Garoppolo's case. Okay, too, what, what about Brissett or Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, I, I guess either one of those would be fine. I, I would say I would say Tyrod Taylor probably over Brissett. Um, just because Tyrod Taylor has been a starter consistently in the NFL. Ty, Brissett, he had the one year where Luck retired, and then it was just kind of like um, Philip Rivers' Hail Mary guy. Yeah. Is there any chance, I know you're, you're sold on Taylor Heineke, and this, I believe now officially the longest episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why We've Ever Done, but I know you're sold on Taylor Heineke. Is there any chance the Washington football team makes a play for Jimmy Garoppolo? I wouldn't put it past them. If Bezos buys them, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if it's still Dan Snyder, nah. They're, 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 we, we got I'm, Taylor. It's Heineke time. Okay. So officially your list the Patriots get Mac Jones and Mitch Trubisky. The Texans have Matt Ryan, the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, the Broncos, Sam Darnold, and Andy Dalton. The Jets, Zach Wilson and Alex Smith. The Bears, Deshaun Watson. The Falcons, Justin Fields and Tyrod Taylor. The Panthers get Trey Lance. The 49ers have Teddy Bridgewater as their starter. The Washington football team keeps Heineke. The Eagles 
bring in Fitzmagic as the backup, and the Saints see the unlikely return of Drew Brees. That, next to Anshu's list, where the Panthers also get Trey Lance, but they retain Teddy Bridgewater for the time being. The Bears uh, have Mac Jones as their starting quarterback. The Washington football team, Sam Darnold. The Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. The Patriots, Kyle Trask with Mitch Trubisky rather than uh, Mac Jones with Mitch Trubisky. The Jets, Zach Wilson and Fitzmagic. The Falcons bring in Justin Fields as an eventual replacement while retaining Matt Ryan for the year. The Saints don't make a change. And the Eagles bring in Jacoby Brissett as their backup. Garoppolo stays in San Francisco. Dak in Dallas, Watson and Wilson with their respective organizations. How mad would you be as a Bears fan if you drafted Mac Jones? Oh, I would be furious as an anybody fan if I drafted Mac Jones. Is In this year where there are four quarterbacks who I genuinely think are fascinating prospects, you take the guy who was propped up by one of the most historically offense talented offenses ever. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. And people are asking, Ugh. like, is Mac Jones a better prospect than Tua Tungavailoa? Just, just stop. Just stop, please. I think people are blinded by the struggles Tua had this year. I really do. And I think yeah. I think it's why I don't think the Dolphins give up on him just yet. I think there's a lot of room to grow for him. Well, if Tua, if Tua were in this draft, he's probably the second pick in the draft. Yeah, like it's not even close. So I wouldn't. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. But well, he but, won uh, another national championship with that offense. Let's be fair. Uh, that's true. That is absolutely true. Although, who knows? Maybe, maybe the butterfly effect takes uh, takes hold, and somehow Justin Fields in the Ohio State doesn't just dismantle that Clemson team, and now they don't. They don't play Alabama in the championship game. Who who knows? Jalen Waddle doesn't get hurt is another one to look at. So <laughs> definitely know, true. But all right, that's it uh, for us for this episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Also, us on uh, this episode of Stereo will be here Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for the foreseeable future. Once again, Stereo.com backslash Chris Horbidel to come join the conversation. You can. Chipping things like Chad Kelly's not a scumbag and uh, whatever, whatever this the last second thing audio is. recording is. All right. That's going to be it for this week. For Greg Crone, I'm Chris Horwell. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Again, we want to remind you that uh, the show is brought to you in part by Stereo, and this is something we're absolutely thrilled about. I'm sure you heard us raving about Stereo earlier in the show, but in case you missed anything, Stereo's an app that allows you to hop right into the conversation with us. As a matter of fact, mark your calendars because you're not going to want to miss the official You're Wrong and Here's Why after party on Stereo Tuesdays. Uh, we'll also be there on Mondays and Thursdays live to talk. Just download the Stereo app and follow us at Stereo.com, S-T-E-R-E-O.com backslash Chris Horwoodell, C-H-R-I-S-H-O-R-W-E-D-E-L. There's also a link in the description for your convenience. We had a lot of fun on the last episode. As a matter of fact, here's a clip. Rocket season up as, a, as, as another learning experience. Luke is, what, 20? Like, mm. we can, well, I don't we can think Luke is 20 anymore, but yeah, he's still very young. Sorry, 21, 22. Yeah, he's, he's, he's elderly, basically. Yeah, I mean, 
I would pass on him now at this age, obviously. That, it is retirement age in Slovenia, 21 years old. <laughs> Stereo is an app for live social conversations, and it allows us to talk directly with you guys, our wonderful listeners. You can join the show, you can ask questions about whatever we're talking about, or you can share your own thoughts and experiences. We really do want to hear from you in, uh, in the future, so head over to Stereo.com backslash Chris Horbidell once again. Stereo.com backslash Chris Horbidell. Follow us and let's talk.